Welcome to the Embody Business Revolution podcast with myself, Polly Lavarello, created for entrepreneurs and online business owners who know that business gets to be different from what we've been told. Join me and my entrepreneurial guests for insights into how they've created wild success while dropping the hustle and honoring their well-being. Because I believe that success is more than a financial destination. It's how we get to feel every day. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Embody Business Revolution. And today I'm talking about how a sunbed taught me to delegate. So to give you some context, I have just come back from six weeks away and I spent those six weeks in Spain and in Crete. And this is the very first time since launching my business two years ago that I have taken so much time away from my desk. And there have been some big learnings. It's just been the main question I've been receiving and the main comment I've been receiving while I've been away is, oh my gosh, Polly, that looks amazing. How do I do it too? (laughs) Or I am doing it too, which is my favorite. My favorite is when people affirm very positively, that will be me next summer. So today I'm talking about how a sunbed taught me the art of delegation. And I'm also going to be sharing with you the three things that essentially I learned from creating a bit more distance from my business, because let's face it, I don't know how digital nomads do it. I really, truly don't, because if I'm being entirely honest, Wi-Fi is just not as powerful or as strong anywhere that I went to while I was in Greece. There was probably two locations where it was really powerful. And even then, in that heat, with hammocks, sandy beaches, stony beaches, Greek salads, and all the nice things that were distracting me, I'm not going to lie, it was not the best place to be focusing on working on and delivering projects. And to be honest with you, I went there with the incentive and idea to not be working deeply on projects and to be in what I would call maintenance mode with my business, where I looked after what was existing and delegated anything else I didn't need. So firstly, before we go into the three big lessons that I learned from being a part-time digital nomad, And the first thing I want to speak to is how did I make the decision? Okay. And to give you some context, um, which you'll probably have gathered some, you know, from some of the previous episodes where I've shared my journey and, you know, the fact that two years ago, well, over two years ago now, but not much over two years ago, I was still on universal credit, living in a tiny flat, really knee deep in parenting my two small children, one of whom has additional needs alongside all the things. So, Life has changed a lot in the last two years. You know, I'm now recording this from a lovely, comfortable home. I've got my gorgeous cat. I have a successful business with a team of four. My life looks very different, okay? But it's, as you can imagine, that's quite a lot to kind of feel safe with. And in fact, that's exactly why over the past 12 months, I've been working with a coach purely around nervous system regulation. Because for me, the the way my life catapulted so suddenly from being this insecure, undercharging contractor to a business owner that was in demand with incredible roster of clients who blew me away. Quite frankly, you know, people were reaching out to me saying, I've heard how great you are. Can you come, you know, work with me? And I, I would, I would go into analysis paralysis. I would my throat would tighten. I would struggle to speak. The contract would start and I would find myself just paralyzed at my laptop, scared to do anything in case I got it wrong because I felt like I was on this pedestal 
from somebody I enormously, deeply, truly admired. And when I say somebody, there were various somebodies. This, this, this occasion occurred on so many times. And interestingly, a few other people have come to me since and said they had exactly the same thing, that when you start attracting in all these things you dream of, it can, it can really knock you sideways. So the last 12 months have been really, truly around nervous system regulation and trusting myself and feeling safe to receive and feeling worthy of receiving. And it's been working, I shall tell you that. In fact, this holiday is a manifestation of all of those things, I would say, because essentially this time last year, I was very proudly sharing on Instagram how for the first time ever, I was taking my children on a holiday to Wales for one week in Snowdonia. I mean, we had the best time. We had a wonderful time. And I couldn't have been prouder because it was a holiday entirely funded by myself. It was the first time I'd taken my children away. They were over the moon. They absolutely loved it there. The barn, the renovated barn we stayed in it was beautiful. And the whole experience was just, just lovely. It was just, you know, and I remember really seeing it as a very incredible milestone for me that I could do that, you know? But I was so knee deep in work that, that summer that I only get the children for two weeks in the summer and then they spend four weeks with their dad. And I spent the other week that I wasn't in Wales with them working hard because there was this sense of, if I don't work hard around this holiday, everything would fall apart. And it's crazy. It is genuinely crazy looking back and recognizing how just that's not my reality now. I don't, I'm not gonna say I don't recognize that person because it wasn't that long ago. But wow, just wow, <laughs> things can change really quickly. Like I say, nervous system regulation plays a huge role in that because it's not enough to do the mindset work. It's not enough to kind of tell yourself affirmations if your body isn't on board. Like I say, I'm not gonna go deeply into this because like I say, it's 100% worth another podcast episode. In fact, I think I shall invite on my incredible coach, Tamsin Crimmins, so we can talk about this more in depth because I know there is so much good stuff I wanna share with you. But, 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 in the meantime, let's talk about this holiday. So in January, when I was looking at what it is I really want, you know, one of the things that I've been working on deeply in my business over the last 12 months was it about truly aligning myself to a business that was the reflection of how I want to be in the world, the, 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 a business that allows me to not start working till 10 or 11 o'clock, a business that allows me to not work on a Friday and work minimally on a Monday. Monday is just purely about setting up the week and checking in with my team, perhaps one client or two, and the VIVIPs, <laughs> but the rest of the Monday. And, and then so essentially I only do coaching calls Tuesday to Thursday it's about my integration week where I do no calls one week of, of the month. It's about actually genuinely taking time off. It's about really feeling into my body and what it needs. You know, my body told me it wanted to work out. So I now have a personal trainer. It told me I want more massages. So I started having regular massages. It told me I wanted more time with friends. So I started spending more time with friends. It told me it liked cold water swimming. So I've been doing more and more of that. Like it's, I, it's really been about listening to my body barometer and ensuring that my business works around that and not the other way around. It's not waiting for my business to allow me to do things. It's about intentionally curating my business around the life that I desire to live. And it's all been happening, right? Like very gradually, very slowly, these things have been happening. Now, this holiday was challenging because it was the first time 
it wasn't a baby step. It wasn't like, oh, if I book a massage on a Wednesday afternoon, will that throw my whole life off? Oh, no, it didn't. Oh, if I go to personal training twice a week, is that going to really damage my business? Oh, no, it didn't. This holiday was a big commitment, time-wise, financially. There were things I knew I needed to have in place before I could go away to ensure that my clients were well taken care of. There was a lot to do to make this possible. And let's not underestimate the fact that I didn't have all the money for this holiday, you know, stuck in my bank account, ready to be spent. And even if I did, I probably would have thought twice, is this where that money should be going? I probably would have looked at it and gone, hmm, is this the best use of this money? You know, particularly as I'm still not a homeowner, I have two children to care of, I am the main breadwinner for the family. And when I say breadwinner, I'm, I'm pretty much a sole earner, let's be honest. So there were wobbly feelings around booking this trip. There were feelings of, is it selfish? Am I still a good mother? Can I still be a good business owner? All the things. And here's what's interesting is that when you have these questions, it is important to sit with them because most of the time these are just stories and there's ways to kind of answer those questions. Like, yes, I am being a good mother. I'm showing to my children that while they're away, I'm still living my life. I'm creating adventures and stories to tell them when they get back. I am inspiring them. Who knows? Maybe I hope they're never in my position, but if they are in a position of being a single parent, I hope I'm showing them how to do it well. One way you still fill up your own cup before you go to fill up everyone else's. So what I would say is it was interesting being away this summer because there were various messages coming my way where I felt like the way people were messaging me, there was the kind of impression of, you are the kind of person who does this. I wish I was too. And what was really funny was reflecting on the fact that I wasn't the kind of person who did this until I did it. (laughs) And I feel the need to pause there because it's so true and so real. I wasn't the kind of person that booked a whole long trip away in the summer until I was the person that booked a whole long trip away in the summer. Even a few weeks before we left, there was still some trepidation. Would something just not work? Because I jumped from being this person who very trepidatiously took her children away for one week to Wales last year to suddenly booking a beautiful villa for two weeks in Spain with my family. Like that is a huge shift, right? (laughs) A huge shift. But when I spoke to my coach in January and we were being really, you know, we, we, we like to play play in the realm of what it is I truly desire. And one of the things I said was, I would love to be able to be the business owner that has set up a business that allows her to work abroad in August, the most challenging time of the year for me when my children are away for four weeks with their dad, because I don't like being in the home that is empty without them. I want to be in a different landscape, enjoying my life and enjoying what most women don't get the opportunity to do once they become a mother, which is having that true time freedom to explore and nurture themselves. Like most people aren't given that gift. Okay. And obviously it's not a gift to be away from my children, but you know, one of the things I've had to learn to do is reframe these things and recognize, yes, it sucks. Yes, I miss them. And at the same time, how many people get this opportunity? Now, what am I going to do with this? How am I going to turn this into something positive? Where is the silver lining in this situation? And for me, this obvious silver lining was you get to use that time 
however you wish. You get to travel. You work online. Why not? But like I say, the money wasn't there. I'm not the kind of person who does these things. There were echoes, little niggly voices in my head questioning if it was selfish, if it was irresponsible. Again, would my whole business collapse in the time that I was away? And I wanted to share these things because perhaps you've asked yourself similar things too. Maybe you've wanted to give yourself something truly wonderful that you really desire and you're still waiting for that permission piece. And what I've learned in life and business is that there's nobody there waiting to give you permission. There's nobody there saying you deserve that holiday. There's nobody there saying it's all going to work out fine. There's nobody there who can say financially you're 100% going to have everything in order in a few months time. But what we do have as online business owners is the potential to create that revenue, is the potential to create our business in a way that allows us to work in a few hours a week rather than loads of hours of a day. And a lot of the time, people are still waiting for the moment when it'll get easier. It'll be easier when I've worked two, you know, two years of my life, really solid, really long hours, then I will suddenly have time freedom. I will tell you something for nothing, The biggest thing I've learned over the last 12 months in online business is if you don't gift your desire to yourself today, if you don't start living in alignment with how you want to be living one day today, that day will not come because success isn't a destination. It's who you are being every single day. I know some people feel like massive reactions to that and will be like, but you know, I I can't suddenly be waking up and doing three hours of yoga. I've got calls booked in from like 8am in the morning. So that, that desire already of mine is kaput, can't happen. And I'm only earning this and and the things I desired, stop there, stop there looking at the big macro vision of what you desire and break it down into smaller things. Okay. You've got calls from 8am. Is there the opportunity to change your calendar now so that moving forward, people can't start booking their calls with you from 8am? I know it's a terrible example. I don't think many people I know would have calls booked from 8am, but you know what I mean? If you don't want your working day to start to 11 or 12 and you've got calls booked in before then, fine, honor the ones you have now if it feels stretchy to ask them to be moved and just change your calendar for me. All these little things get to be really small And then suddenly in a year's time, you'll look back and realize, wow, (laughs) I have got a truly spacious business that is earning as well as my business before. And look at the life I'm living now. So I'm not saying any of these are like snap your finger solutions, but acting now, being who you desire to be in the future now is really powerful. It's one of the most powerful things you can do in your online business. So essentially what I've shared here is if you want to be the kind of person that books a long holiday and works abroad for the whole time, and you are privileged enough to have an online business with the opportunity to generate revenue to make it happen, which is exactly what happened for me. I had the motivation knowing I had this holiday coming up that my team needed to be larger. They needed to be tighter. My operations needed to be chef's kiss. (laughs) And so that's what we worked on. And I wouldn't say they're chef's kiss, but they are loads better. I have a team that's double the size, still super efficient. And I was able to be abroad and work in a few hours a week. So that's kind of leading me on to like the three things I learned. So firstly, how, how do you do it? Book it. Just book it. I don't have any more to say than that. 
Everything will else, else will fall into place to allow it to happen when you make the decision that this is mine and I am claiming it and I am doing this, okay? Now, let's talk about the three things I really learned about running a business, like I say, with dodgy Wi-Fi from Crete for a few weeks. So firstly, when you are somewhere totally beautiful, when you have your partner packing up his beach bag ready to go off to the beach and you're sat at a laptop, you have never had better motivation to have a good work-life balance than in that moment. You will not be dotting I's and crossing T's over things that are totally unnecessary when you've got that motivation. So I have to say, if you want to audit your business in a really thorough way and really learn what it is you need to ditch, delegate, automate, going away somewhere beautiful while you're working is one of the most impactful, immediate ways to do this. You know, I would not be dealing with anything that I personally didn't need to deal with myself. Everything was going via my incredible assistant, Kim, because I just wasn't willing. I thought about the CEO I desired to be. I thought about my reasons and motivations to be in Greece. And I wasn't going to do things that energetically made me feel crap because I was in such a holiday high, breathing in the beautiful sunsets, breathing in the beautiful Greek food, breathing in that chilled out vibe that people have as they walk around and barefoot around beautiful Greek villages. I was not going to be lowering it for something that didn't require my energy in that sense. So yeah, I delegated. And so if you if you're looking for a way to really force yourself out of your comfort zone and realize just how much your business really needs you, go away. Go somewhere beautiful. It is really eye-opening. The next thing I learned about being away, and if you are a bit ADHD like me, this one will probably land stronger than the rest. What I really learned about having more spaciousness and more time is that mo I know so many people I work with are just like me in the sense that as soon as you go for a walk, have a long shower, stay in a gorgeous hotel, as soon as you tell yourself you don't have to think about work anymore, all the incredible ideas drop in, right? All the ideas drop in. I had so many ideas, so many goals, so many things I wanted to do. And so many like messages to my team going, oh my God, I just thought of this. Oh my God, I just think we should do that. Can we create this? Can we do this? Can we do that? And it was a lot, you know, like I had to really filter myself to not constantly be updating them with all the ideas that were coming up for me. And what I recognized was when I'm in my business day to day, when these ideas are coming up, which still come up actually when I'm not, you know, doing all of those things, because I'm ready to jump on my laptop, I so often will just start implementing whatever that idea is that day. I will get distracted. I will start implementing. I'll start buying that domain. I'll start researching that new platform. I'll start doing all those things. And again, because I wasn't sat near my laptop, because it was going to be an extra walk to go there and do all of those things. And then I had to, you know, sit with like, is this really worth it? Is this the thing that's going to make the difference between a positive, amazing client experience or not? Hmm, I'm not so sure. It actually was just a really powerful filter for me. And it's really made me recognize moving forward, I should be shelving ideas for like two or three days before I act on them. Because actually, a lot of those ideas don't exist in a month's time. A lot of them end up being something I go, oh, actually, you know what, we haven't really got the time to maintain that, that side of things. And I don't know if that's going to be a, a distraction from this, that and the other. So let's drop it. So if you are like me, and you come up with all the ideas, store it somewhere okay before you and again if you're a money gen i think it's a bit of a money gen <laughs> tendency if you're a money gen aries adhd any of those things 
put it on a shelf, right? Put it on a shelf. And then finally, the third thing I learned about being abroad is that because I was on a beach, I was really conscious that I have never felt so calm. I was thinking very carefully about the content I was consuming. I chose proactively not to watch Netflix, not to watch Amazon Prime, because I didn't want to be watching anything that would bring me down. I didn't want to watch anything that was going to, you know, interestingly on the way over to our holiday, I think I read notes on a nervous planet in one sitting. And I think, you know, sometimes things are so serendipitous. Like I, I, I read that book at the perfect time because it really brought home for me. No, I don't need to be following all the news headlines. No, I don't want to be watching Handmaid's Tale. No, I don't want to be watching these things that really feel like an attack on my system. But one thing I did a lot while, while I was away was read books. And oh my gosh, like reading a book is like its own holiday, its own form of travel, right? It's incredible. And instead I spend my time, most of the time before I was on this holiday, consuming bite-sized bits of wisdom and information through social media. You know, a lot of it just felt like voyeurism, just looking into other people's lives, other people's holidays. And do you know how long you can spend doing that? I don't even want to look at how many hours I spend on Instagram because I know already it will be embarrassingly high. Now, I'm determined to turn that around. And part of that was and is still gradually removing people I'm following till I've got it down to about 200 people. That's the goal. That's the aspiration. But when we spend too much time consuming, we're not creating and we're not giving space for creative thought and we're being influenced in ways that it's hard to even kind of add up. But, you know, it does. It affects how you price your, your offers. It affects how you show up. It affects, you know, you can feel elements of insecurity around other people doing similar things, um, elements of insecurity around people who are doing things that you're not doing it. And I don't know entirely how all these things add up. And I've always said that I'm quite immune to things on social media. And at the same time, there was no denying when I was away, the incredible influx of inspiration and creative ideas and the clarity I'm feeling around what I want to do with my business moving forward, the clarity I can feel in my voice, even talking on this podcast right now. So to boil it down, the three things that I gained from being abroad this summer was being somewhere beautiful really inspires you and motivates you and kicks your ass into delegating really effectively and makes you realize when you come back from your holiday, the certain tasks that you are not touching again, despite not being on holiday, because you don't need to be doing them. Secondly, it taught me that an abundance of ideas and implementing them immediately is not necessarily the best idea in your online business. And it really pays to step back and put them on the side and focus on what you're already doing. Fine tune, my friend, fine tune, fine tune what you have already. And thirdly, I need to be doing more creating and less consuming. And so do you, my friend, if you're as bad as me and spend more time than you'd like to admit when you are scared to look at your screen time and witness how many hours you spent on Instagram this week, it is a clear indication that you too could benefit from consuming less and creating more. And instead of scrolling, take some time to journal, take some time to read, take some time to listen to an audiobook, take some time to go for a walk, whatever it is that you need but take that time to give yourself the spaciousness to come up with your own unique ideas and be that true soul expression of yourself in your business. And that is where we create aligned businesses that we are happy to show up for every day. And you can call a trip to Crete where you're still working a holiday because work doesn't feel heavy. Work feels good. And there we have it. If you are interested in creating evergreen systems, that will support your business so that you can go off and have trips like I had. If you're listening to this and going, 
yeah, that all sounds really good for Polly. I don't have a team. I don't know how to do this. Maybe it's time you got one. And like I say, none of these things are overnight situations, but you can be building your business to allow for your expansion, spaciousness, time off, creativity, fun, all the things, all the things you desire. And I'm running a workshop halfway through September. If you want to know about it, go to polyleverello.com or go to at polyleverello on Instagram. It's the first link in my bio. I would love to see you there. I will be talking about how to create offers that people want right now, how to create a continuous stream of inquiries so that you have a continuous stream of income and how to do it all evergreen so you can ditch that live launch roller coaster. And if you are also fully booked one-to-one, again, it is perfect for you because it's going to show you how you can support people with the same level of depth, if not deeper, and do it evergreen in a way that is less hours for you so you have more time freedom. It's going to be amazing. I'm not going to say any more on this podcast, but you can find out more in the links below. And yeah, I hope to see you there. Take care and speak to you soon, my lovelies. You have been listening to the Embodied Business Revolution podcast with myself, Polly Lavarello. Thank you so much for joining me today. And if you enjoyed today's episode and are keen to hear more, come on over and join us behind the scenes at Embodied Business Revolution on Instagram. We can't wait to say hi.